Hey guys. Welcome back to Model Talk Quarantine Edition. <laughs> I, I started off really odd. We're on Skype again, safety far apart. Um, and yeah. Yes. Uh, Nicole sent me a mask, which is really cute. I love it. <laughs> I wore it. Of Sloan White masks. Yes. I wore it on my walk today because I'm being safe. Yes. And they are cute. I mean, not that that's like the most important thing, but it helps. Masks are really cool. I just recently started making them too. I can't make them nearly as fast as like the designers can. I feel like the cute masks help with morale. It just makes you feel a little cute. And it makes it like maybe more likely that people will wear them. Valid. So I'm going to deliver some to like the grocery store workers. And I've been leaving them out for like the delivery people because I've been ordering so much stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been good to keep busy with it. A thing I've noticed, just light tangent at the top, people mm-hmm. still stare at you like you're a crazy person when you're wearing a mask. It's like, this was what we're supposed to be doing. Don't look at me like I'm a crazy person. Yeah, I know. There's still so many people that aren't wearing them. I mean, when I go, it, with the few times I've had to leave my house to go to like Fred mm-hmm. Meyer really quick, mm-hmm. I put wear it and I see more people wearing it now in like a grocery store space. But yeah. otherwise, it's like hey, you're still walking around outside. You're still going to interact with people. You should still wear a mask. Like, don't look at me like I'm a crazy person. I'm <laughs> being socially aware. <laughs> I wear it to the, like, the other day, I actually, for yesterday, we took the dogs to the dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog park we go to is, like, massive. And there's really only ever been, like, six people there at a time lately. But um, I forgot to bring my mask with me yesterday. And... Mm-hmm. um. But, you know, we stay super far apart from some, from people. But then there's, like, always the random person that doesn't care about the social distancing. Yes. And they come up right next to you. Or then I was thinking, like, I was walking and we walked through where some of these people were standing talking. And I was like, what if it's still lingering? Yeah. Um, that happened. I had a mask and everything. I just feel, yeah. Everybody should wear the masks. It works better if everyone's wearing one. At the least when you're in a public space, like in your house, you know, whatever, you're in your house. Like, Funny story, though, last night um, when we got home and everything from, and Zach was done with work, he was video gaming um, and he's totally off today with it being Friday and like most surgeries being canceled. This is usually the day that he just does that. And so last night he had a beer and put his mask on and wore it the entire night. That's so funny. Yeah. And it was hilarious. I'd keep looking over and he's video gaming with his fabric mask on. Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, we have our minds in quarantine, okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is how we're keeping ourselves sane. We have to talk about it. <laughs> so today we're like just going to talk about fun photo shoot stories. Um, yeah. I want to start off by saying, so we're totally have been like off schedule and weird um, it's mostly my fault because I can't seem to keep track of life even under quarantine, which is bizarre to me. Well, um, in Nicole's defense, your husband does work in the medical industry, so sometimes that makes it harder. So, yep. So you know. Anyways, so our post, our new episodes come out Fridays at 10 a.m. Um, forgive us if you know maybe we're late one day or it's a day later just with random stuff that comes up we'll get back to normal when 
I guess when I get my shit together. Oh, Bizu, hello. Yes. They're barking in the background. Um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on Instagram at yeah. Talk Podcast PDX. Um, I also need to get us re caught up there. And then email us your modeling stories, like your photo shoot stories, anything funny, anything at all, um, to Model Talk Podcast PDX at gmail.com. Because right now, with whatever with everything going on we'd love to do some skype interviews and so send us your stories and maybe we can skype interview you i would say or dm us too on instagram if you feel comfortable enough to do a skype interview with us about like some shoot stories or whatever and if you've reached out before reach out again because i know some people that like i forgot to write down or i was mid emailing and then got distracted and um I'm not saying this lightly. I have adult ADHD and it's real, guys. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just bug us until bug someone us. responds. Like That's just Please. the best way. <laughs> Sometimes we have the issue of thinking one of us reached out and yes. we didn't. So just bug us. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We just, I'm for example, Devin is trying to graduate, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to graduate in a quarantine, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, I have a face mask on. Great. Alrighty. Uh, do you want to start or shall I start? You start. Cause... Okay. Um, so I sent Nicole all these photos, so they'll go up on the Instagram and I'm going to try to remember to credit everybody, but if I forget, I'm sorry. And I'll credit you on the Instagram post. Yeah, bug us about that too. If we forget a tag. Yeah. I'm posting Devin stuff. I try really hard to get all of the tags and stuff, but. I wasn't there. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, the first one I want to talk about is um, student work. So I've done a lot of student work, whether it's with design students or photography students. This one shoot I did was with a photography student who we <laughs> actually we became friends because we like matched with each other on Tinder, <laughs> um, and we just became friends out of that. Which he's so sweet. Um, but that's how it started, <laughs> and then. Um, uh, it just began talking with, oh, he's a new media connections, new media communications student and did like a minor in photography. So he needed people for photography stuff. And I know a lot of photography students will just use their friends, which is fine. But with some projects, I feel like you want like a better team in there with you, um, specifically when they're very like um, vision based. And that's what I'll say with working with most students. I think it's very like, let them drive the bus. It's like their vision. You should just help them with it. And maybe like, you know, professionalism isn't always there. And that's not necessarily like an unsafe thing. It's more just like a generally they don't know things. So there is an opportunity to potentially like educate or help them in that scenario. But otherwise, I experienced one in the situation and they're doing this to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You have like a, a kind of a teaching role? Sure, yeah. Um, so the first shoot I did with Josh was um, at Oregon State, and it was the project was based around like different um, sources of light and how it reacts on the face. So the one of the photos that will go up is when it's from a down an upward perspective, um, and we did it in like a completely dark room. Um, we did a couple other ones, and it was so fun because like I helped style it um 
just asking his vision, which it's a lot of that too, when you're working with students, if they're not a student designer, and even if they are, it's like, you have to really be on your styling game to help bring their vision to life. Cause a lot of times they don't have things. So. And like, they don't like, there's little things that you learn over time about things that can look really bad on camera. Yes. Like, it's a lot of that too. If the photographer, I, I don't know. Have you seen that where there's like something's really stripey and it almost looks like it's moving? Yeah. Or like my hand definitely should have been in a different position, but no one gave me the direction. So I didn't see it till later in the image. Like pointing out, Hey, can we clamp this so that I have a waist? Yes. Yeah. So you have to be really um, active in how the image looks and how it comes out with the first set of photos we did. It was very dark. So it was less about like, the styling um it did play a role but it was more about like getting the mood of the photo right so that's why it's very dark and like somber because it's upward imaging it's meant to be kind of sad um another shoot we did was it was supposed to be based around a feeling so he picked like depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. so I it's so funny because I would have him come over to my apartment and be like here's all my clothes and then I feel like he would just get overwhelmed with choice so I'd be like okay what's the mood and then I would just pick things out because like it'd just be too many options because he had really good vision it was just like we can't do all this on like a borrowed camera and like an only okay-ish studio so like let's just try to like put something together um another shoot we did was which is the other one, if if all the photos go up, it's me like in a bed. Um, and I basically I'm in his bed and it was supposed to be depression. Mm-hmm. It was, was the whole vibe. So like I was there, I think I did really like soft clothing. If I did any makeup, it was really, really light. And it was just like in a bed being sad. Um, but that's also good with like, I think boundaries with students don't don't necessarily exist right away because like specifically with me too I was a fellow student so it's very much like oh just like come over and let's do this thing so I think it's also good to like just remind people of your boundaries like obviously we had met basically on tinder and like had become friends through that so I was like totally chill with coming over to his house and like okay let's shoot in your bedroom like let's do this blah 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 like it was very like safe for me but there's certain times where you will have to be like hey like with other people you probably should like definitely check in with them about this like you should ask them because like we're on a different level um working with students is a learning process but I think it's really fun because like you get to be a part of a like I think the most some of the most raw creativity because they're like have all the ideas and like all this passion it's fun to watch them like grow too mm-hmm. um, um, like it can be really rewarding when you give them a little piece of advice from a model perspective that they haven't ever thought of and yeah. it's like aha moment yeah I think um um we've talked about this with a couple other photographers that like as students they didn't get taught how to interact with like a set team or even just models like but not even a model like how to interact with like a makeup artist if you have like a lighting crew with you like they don't really get trained on that they get trained on like the vision and how to create their perspective which is really important but I think like working with a team is really important also with comfort levels like specifically too um, quick shout out you know Tofik, right yeah I was so, so blanking on his name Tofik always talks to us about how he tries to get his students to listen to our yeah. podcast and it's awesome and like um one thing I remember when I met Tofik was when Tom Lupton and I did a creative collaborative uh, photo workshop where we were helping photographers learn how to work with a team and learn how to work under pressure and how to like get the most creative juices out of your team. And Tofik's struggle, Tofik 
we had multiple models and I, I was one of them. Um, we got kind of experienced people so that the photographers had somebody who was like ready. Anyways, Tofik was on my team and his problem um, was directing models. Like he yeah. was terrified to. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, was he was directing me. I don't think he even realized it. Um, and I think that from talking to him about the workshop and just picking his brain about how his photography has gone, that he always mentions like now he feels comfortable directing people. And that was, I know I'm giving myself a little pat on the back there. <laughs> I know Tofik listens. I don't know if we've ever given him a shout out. So. Tofik. Um, no, but I think that's really important. Because, and that's why I say like, when you're like with Josh, I'd always be like, okay, what do you want to get out of this? Like, what's your vision? Where are we going? How, what do you want me to look like? What's your vibe? Do you have ideas for poses? That's why I'm always like, I don't want to overwhelm you, but this is your vision. I'm just like a part of it specifically also with student work. So it's like, give me like your mood board or give me what you want to make. And I'll like really help try to make it. Because again, I don't think they're as confident in the directing skills yet, but you give them that opportunity and it's it's a huge learning opportunity. Also, you get to work really creatively, sometimes in really like odd conditions too, specifically like with the lighting thing where we had to change the light each time, like we couldn't keep it consistent. That allows you to like really play as a model also with different angles because you're creating different shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, so student work is something I think we could touch on more it's interesting and it can be weird but to me most of the time it's because of inexperience it's not a lack of like safety concern it's more just like they genuinely don't know so it's educating someone but in like the most polite way too mm-hmm. um so yeah that's my first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like good it's like constructive criticism helping yeah that's a better way to say it <laughs> yeah. um and that also like going back to maybe their styling or whatever and you as a model pointing out that like whatever you're wearing should probably be clamped so that it fits better this is like total side tangent but I think that's one thing that especially on like collaborative styled shoots like if there's a if there's an experienced stylist there they're gonna know whether they need to clamp it or not but I think a lot of models fall victim to putting on a garment and it being too big on them, or it's just one that's really difficult to pose in and still have a shape to show mm-hmm. off the garment. Mm-hmm. So if you put on a garment and you're like, I look huge, it's either too big or the it's too boxy or whatever, suggest clamping it, try it, because it will just help you feel more, A, more confident, and it'll, it'll make all of the photos look stronger because the dress isn't like a tent on you or the shirt or whatever. Or if you can get really creative with posing, you can grab fabric at certain points to like create those waists. If your designer's okay with that. I know some aren't, but. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, that's really, I, I've seen a lot of pictures. Models have kind of been like, Hey, do you have any feedback on this? And I'm kind of like, well, I'd love to give you more feedback, but the biggest issue that I can't look past is the dress really needed to be clamped. Um, but you know, that's just a total side tangent. It took me a a long time to feel comfortable being like, Hey, we need, we should throw a clamp in this. It'll look a lot better. It's a good thing to bring in your model bag Mm -hmm. or like, um, if you don't have like, you don't have like an official clamp. I've also used, um, like banana clips before (laughs) those work good too. Like chip clips. Um, yeah. 
any anything that'll hold things yeah. together. Shoots have like the backdrop clamps and yeah, you can always steal those. Yeah, and then put them back. Put them back. <laughs> and I I have a bunch of clamps that I bring with me that I got at Home Depot. I have tiny ones and then medium size ones. Mm-hmm. They come in handy for so many things. No, yeah, for sure. What's your first one? I'll go. So my first one, I guess, I'll talk about the photo shoot that I did while I was in New York recently. Oh, yeah. This was a good, like, nice, fair, like, collaborative um, photo shoot. It was really nice to work with um, a photographer out in New York and see their process and everything. So this photographer was Paul Ip. His Instagram is the pie creative, um, pick creative. Oh, I'll put it in our description. I've never like read it out loud. Anyways, <laughs> he actually, the way that it kind of went down was I was reached out to on Instagram by a makeup artist in New York city, um, Natasha, who I'm still going to work with, um, who seems amazing. I'm really excited. Um, but anyways, so she contacted me and presented the idea And then Paul was going to be the photographer on the project. So we all kind of got in a group to chat about it. Well, ultimately with timing and like how long I was in New York and my availability, um, it didn't work out to shoot with Natasha, but we're shelving that project until I'm back. But Paul and I were like, well, let's just go shoot. I needed some stuff for my portfolio Um, so I was in New York and he sent me some like inspiration pictures, which were just kind of like leather jacket, slicked back hair, like nothing crazy. And so I went shopping Fun, (laughs) really awesome, like olive green leather jacket, cute leather. Um, and so we were going to shoot around outside on the street, but it was raining. Um, and Even in Portland, like, if anybody asks me for a location to shoot, like, I have no idea. I'm like, Cobalt Studios? (laughs) Like, locations, I just, I just don't know. I don't know what'll look good. And so we're trying to do, like, street style, um, like, Northwest Flanders, like, right around there is really industrial. And the traffic is not as consistent enough sometimes where you can actually stand in the street and do photos. Because I've done that before. (laughs) So there's a good tip for anybody if they want to do that. So we were just kind of walking around the city, but it was raining too heavy to like actually really shoot outside. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so we ended up going to the Manhattan Center, which is like a really fancy mall. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad we did because it was just kind of like, well, let's just go in here and walk around. And they had so many cool different like cool walls and like backdrop options. Um, And then coffee, (laughs) which we got after, but... um, So we walked around and I think a lot of photographers sometimes get frustrated with me because I don't bring a ton of creativity to the table in terms of setting the scene. I feel like I bring it when the scene is already set and then I, okay, here's who the person is in this scene. So Paul was great. He was like, well, let's, where do you want to go? And I was like, I don't know. And so we found just cool different storefronts and we shot in front of those and I did my own hair and makeup and styling. Um, It was a lot of fun. Paul was extremely professional. He had a model release, which just makes my heart really happy. Um, Yeah, that's, I was just talking to another photographer about that, how it's so rare that we're ever handed one of those, so. 
I have my own now um, that I've had it for a long time, but I've always been too nervous to present it. But now I'm just going to start doing it if a photographer doesn't. Um, if, and if nothing else, it'll help me keep track of shoots. Sure. But yeah, I just, I'm now on the train where I think it's like necessary. I w- yeah, I was talking to my friend Chase about it, who's a, a really cool photographer who does a lot of, um, currently he works in the uh, Disney bound photography world which is very fun and like fantasy which is cool um but we were talking about model releases and I was like yeah it's pretty rare that I get handed those and if I do I'm actually really impressed because it usually doesn't happen and and I was saying I was like to me it's more just like as long as I'm credited in things that's fine and he's like yeah it's hard for a model to make one of those it's more like me as a photographer just so my image doesn't get edited and sold and I was like yeah makes makes sense like I agree (laughs) My release has in it that, like, I won't edit photos, mm-hmm. I won't sell them, and then it also says that, like, the photographer can't sell them, and I have a thing in mind that says, like, that the photographer cannot make feature edits without permission, so, like, they can't cinch in my waist without my permission, they can't mm-hmm. change my nose shape um, without my permission, because if they do that, I can't use that. That's a good call. I so, unless I'm, you know, yeah, if I'm being paid, you know, that's a different thing. It's I don't like when people change features like structures of a human body, but yeah. I do understand the occasional waist cinching in based off an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, they do that for a lot of models, and yes. sometimes you just need that gap between, like, the, you know what I'm talking about. The absolutely because right? it'll and, look just like odd. It'll just come out odd, and it's not. I don't see it as body modification. I almost see it as angle modification because you could have anyways I feel like that's a tangent but no we've talked about how like most of our images at the very least are corrected for our skin tone because you and I are both pale so sometimes lights will really just like wash us out so at the very least most of our images I think are edited a little bit to bring like our natural skin tone back because we both can get washed out really easily so yeah um it's just part of what happens if you're ever close with a photographer like Every now and then, like, Lupton will post a photo, and I'm like, ooh, like, I love this. Did I really pull off this pose and angle? So I'll ask him if he can send me the unedited one so I can compare it. Some of them have more edit to them than others. And um, I think Photoshop gets a really bad rep because of photographers that change nose shapes. Sure. And eliminate pores and change lip shapes. Because we can't use that in our books and that's why we do trade um anyways so that's in my collaborative um photo release is and if they if they want to for creative purposes or whatever and they ask me and I think it sounds kind of like a cool idea then I'll be like sure anyways so no it's all about team communication that's mostly what releases are for is just to be like hey you can't not credit me you cannot sell this photo and you can't edit it if you want it edited ask me as the photographer because they don't do it the correct way make sure you include how many images you expect or how many images as a photographer you feel you'd be able to provide and that's Mm -hmm. usually i would say four to six um, promised ones because you know what sometimes the model doesn't do a great job on set and there's only four images or sometimes the photographer messes up and there's only four. I don't think it's fair to expect like 20 
or even 10 is a lot yeah i'd say like a solid five usually and then if uh if they have more that they really like or there's a pose you like really loved then i could say you could ask for more but like solid five usually what i expect for them that and like the release and then if the event or if it happens that you do want more always ask them do you charge for editing photos outside of the release Mm -hmm. that's a good one once that release is completed then that collaborative relationship is done and a lot of times they'll probably just say oh which one is it oh yeah I can do that really quick no problem Mm -hmm. Um, get greedy but yeah there's totally been times where I've looked through my proofs and I've been like so there's more than five that I want anyways I'm super tangency today sorry guys it's okay um okay yeah speaking of a trade I think all of the ones I'm talking about are basically trade um so the other one I have is me with with a friend of mine who actually we were gonna interview before this quarantine happened who is my friend Ra um who's based in LA um but we have become friends through social media for a while I watched him on his YouTube series um that he had and was a fan for a while and then ended up reaching out to him and we just became friends over the magic of the internet um but probably the last time I flew out to LA because we'll fly to each other's places usually to collaborate in some sense whether it's he wanted to shoot a music video for one of his songs it ended up not working out that time but that was our initial goal um we were going to have him come up here and do a podcast interview and then I was going to do a shoot with him so anyway, we I went down there. We had a shoot planned. And this is, again, one that I pretty much just, like, fully styled on my own based around where I knew we would be shooting. So he lived in North Hollywood in a very, like, industrial kind of zone. But his style, um, if you check him out on Instagram, uh, which we'll link in our pictures, is very, like, pop super bright like kind of anime-esque like it's just very loud and colorful so I knew I had to play off of that with my styling um I I think I brought like three different outfits three three ish with like a bunch of um options his friend Derek ended up shooting with us that's Derek Gaines who is a fabulous comedian you should listen to him he also has a podcast which I can't remember but it would be on his Instagram um and his friend uh Cam and uh, Can ended up shooting us, who's also a professional dancer. So all of them are tied together as they all used to be like professional, still are in a sense, professional like b-boys or like street dancers. Um, and they're all really good at it. But basically the shoot day starts like this. So I text him and I say, hey, when should I come over? And this is the night before. And he was like, oh, how about like 10 a.m.? And I was like, there's no way the people staying at your house are going to be awake at 10 a.m. How about, like, noon? And he was like, okay. And I was like, cool. Because, like, knowing all of them, they all game. They all stay up super late. They're very night owls. I'm like, no one is going to be awake and ready to shoot at 10 a.m. And they weren't. I go over at noon. No one is awake. <laughs> like, I had to, I woke people up when I came over, which I felt bad. But I was trying to be, like, on time and professional. Um. And I came, I sat in his room in his mirror and I started doing my makeup and he was in the shower. And then our friend Pop and Derek were both still sleeping in his main space. And I was like, oh my God. Um, 
his friend can ended up uh, having like some conflict. So he could had to come a little late. So that's totally not on him. It was just a weird scheduling thing. But he was our main photographer for the shoot. And so the day just turned longer and longer and longer. And I love Ra and he knows this about me. I'm just not a patient woman in those aspects of like, hey, we're supposed to start shooting at this time. And it gets pushed and keeps getting yeah. pushed and pushed, um, even though I adore them all as my friends. So he could clearly tell I was getting like a little irritated. Um, but we ended up shooting. It worked really well. One of the photos I have, we did couple shots. So um, we've talked about couples work before, and um, obviously he's my friend and I trusted him. But um, initially the thought for the pose was like that he would be fully picking me up as in like both my legs and his arms, like kind of like um, trying to think of a good reference, like savior style, like, you know, like fully holding. Um like- you up and like spin you around fun style like my arm would be over his shoulder and then both my legs would be like held in his other arm like a full like rescue style pickup if that makes sense and I had thought about that and I was like that's not gonna look good on camera specifically where we were shooting which we basically shot in this like kind of cool abandoned lot by his house um but I was like, that's not going to look good on camera um, based on the fact that, like, the lighting we have is all natural. So there's no way we can, can play me? with it. And um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. OK. Did you lose me? Sorry. <laughs> um, the lighting we have is all natural. And the fact that, like, our style was, like, super street style. So I was like, I don't know if this really fits with what we're doing. Um, so then I was like, how about I do this, which is me where I've, like basically like wrap my legs around his waist and like partially hold him. Cause he wanted to do like a couple's holding scenario with the storyline he was playing. And I was like, okay. Um, and that's a thing that like we were just saying, it's like knowing how it's going to come out well. And if I can do it, cause it one, it takes a lot of strength to hold that for a while, <laughs> hold on to somebody like that for a while. And again, it's like a lot of carrying my 10 pound dog around the dog park when she's had enough. Yeah. And it's like a lot of trust. Um, so it's, um, and we were working with a group. So there's like a lot of us. So it takes time. Mm-hmm. There's like several shots of it. He really liked the one where I was like fully wrapped around him. I looked at it and I was like, I don't love the face I'm making. But if he loved it, I'm fine with him putting it on my Instagram. I didn't end up posting it. The one I am referencing, though, I really like because it's like one, it's balancing. And I was really holding my core in that one. But it's <laughs> like I think it actually turned out well because there were moments with the sun hitting us where it's just like the photos did not turn out great um because the lighting was just very harsh the other one is the ensemble photo with Derek and Ra and me it's just very like street style and I think working with a group um it's again letting someone lead and also like not overshadowing so like Ra is like the center of attention in the photo and he was trying to do all these tricks while Derek and I were on the side so I was like yeah I'm not gonna do crazy poses because I'm letting him take the lead in this shot yeah I think that's important to think of when working with a cast but yeah we started shooting at maybe like 3 p.m we were supposed to probably start at noon (laughs) uh so yeah it turned into a very long day it was cool though it worked out really well and people were like shouting at us from other places being like what are you guys doing I was like oh we're just doing a photo shoot (laughs) and it was like abandoned I always think that's fun abandoned lot but like the the photos turned out really cool so yeah all right cool (laughs) and we'll tag them and all the stuff but yeah Hopefully we'll have Ra on the podcast soon. He has very good artistic perspective and um, 
as he calls himself an unconventional model, it's very uh, interesting to hear his perspective on things. So, yeah. If needed. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I have one more, and then I know you have one. Yeah. Here we go. So, um, the, I'm I'm doing this one a because it is it is one of my top two favorite shoots for sure, and um, the photographer Tom Lupton again uh, posted we love Tom. <laughs> posted a picture of it today on Instagram, and it made me reminisce about it. So, this shoot, I think, ultimately we landed on the name Clouds. I think, and um, anyways, so it was myself and Jessica Boyle was the other model who I adore, absolutely adore. And um, is a doll. I love her. And so it was me and her as the models, Angela Foster on hair and makeup for both of us, which I, in my opinion, hair wise, and makeup was killer, but Angela's done so many killer makeup looks. It's, it's hard to be like, this was her best because she's done such crazy cool stuff. But her mm-hmm. hair in this one, I feel like, she knocked it out of the park. I'm remembering um, this one now, and I love the hair. It was so bubbly and cute. looked like ice cream. Like, yeah. it's just really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the designer was Lisa Marie, who's a Seattle designer. And they were just these massive, like, poofy tool. Not, were they? They weren't tool. Um, mine was, like, chiffon. Anyway, it's just these big, poofy, gray ball gowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We shot on the um, Tillicum Crossing Bridge and then at Cobalt Studios. And we had Inside Fashion Design came along and they filmed it and they wrote a, like a blog, a post about it. I'll share that stuff. Ooh, so oh, hello, Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're going to pause for a dog break. Ribbon. <laughs> Jeez, oh man, packages. Okay. Anyways, ignore them, please. So um, it was just one of my all-time favorite shoots. Like, to start it all off, like, the team, I was just thrilled about the team, um, felt comfortable with everybody. Lisa Marie was not there, so I didn't get to meet her, but Jessica had brought the dresses down, and they couldn't have been better. Um, I was really excited. It was my – I was just really excited to work with Jess, for starters, Um, we never worked together before. In fact, we didn't really even know each other. The most interaction we'd had was backstage at Fashion Next um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was assisting Angela for makeup again. And she was back there. And we um, kind of funny. It's a funny story. Anyways, that's how we met. She drove down from Seattle, which made me even more nervous. Because I was like, what if I can't like get on her level? Because she was <laughs> me for me of like goals. She's amazing. We would love to interview her too. Oh, for sure. I'm sure she's going to do it. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. Um, We just need to get ourselves together and schedule it. (laughs) We will. We'll get there. Oh my gosh, dogs. Zach, come control them. Anyways. When Zach listens to the podcast later. (laughs) So Jess drove down from Seattle real early in the morning. We all met at Angela's house to do hair and makeup because we were starting on the Tillicum Bridge. And I think, I don't know, I think Cobalt had a shoot in the morning there, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got to meet, hang out, um, got our hair and makeup done, put on these massive ball gowns and like barely fit in our cars. 
Um, I have a picture. Sounds right. (laughs) I have a picture of me in my driver's seat and like just the tool and the dress and the crinoline. I'll post that. That's a fun one. Um, Anyways, so we went and it was like the second Jess and I started shooting together, we just like clicked. Mm -hmm. It was like, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this with like another model. Like sometimes it's, it's fun and it's like easy, but it's also like, I don't know. It just with other, like sometimes it sucks. Sometimes you don't click. Sometimes you click and it's fun, but the images don't show that. And then sometimes it's like a dance and it can be like that with a photographer too. But anyway, so it just, it went great. We modeled really well together and seeing the video afterwards, I was like, wow, like you would have thought we shot together a ton. So that was one reason I loved that shoot. And Jess is a lot like me in terms of like, she just goes for it. She's a poser. You Um, both um, pose like crazy. So I think it's a good pairing in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were both able to just kind of like go all out and we didn't have to worry about like toning it down for the other person. Mm -hmm. Super. Um, And it just overall was a really long day, but you wouldn't have known it because it was just so much fun. We like started out on the bridge. We went into cobalt just on the white psych wall. Then we brought like a bed into it. And then we had like a teddy bear. And then we had like, it was, and then we pretended we were watching like Netflix and Tom just went like ham on the Photoshopping for some of them with cool effects and whatnot. So just definitely one of my all-time favorite shoots. I loved being at Cobalt. We got like an epic yin-yang picture out of it. Um, yeah, it, and it all came together. Um, I don't even know how. I think I was so like in awe that I was getting to shoot with Jess. I was getting to work with Lisa Marie Designs, mm-hmm. getting to like be a part of this that I really think it just all got planned and I kind of, showed up and it was just like I don't know it It just worked out beautifully yeah it was a lot a lot of fun um I think the only other models that I I felt like you and I clicked really well we click really well on set because we both are like hyper aware of not like overdoing it so through like all of our images because I you know I edited them um Mm -hmm. we blinked at the same times We so, like, I didn't even know that. What? Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> we both made weird faces at the same time. And so the photos worked well because there weren't that many where I was blinking and you weren't. That's or insane. you were weird and I wasn't or whatever. In sync. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but in like a different way because your modeling style is a lot more like. I don't go as crazy with posing. Yeah. You have. Yours is like strong model look modeling. You still pose. You still go for it. It's just, I don't know. Like It's less acrobatic. Like when I see you pose, you literally just like go for it, which I think is very fearless and crazy. I don't have that level of fearlessness. So I'd like to keep it controlled for a minute until I get warmed up. And then I'm like, okay, now I'll start doing stuff. Like that's very much, I think our approaches are just different. No, totally are. Yeah. Uh, but we still, I think it played off each other great. Mm-hmm. It was fun doing that. Plus, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, Jess and I were in massive ball gowns. It's a lot easier to be like elegant and big versus, you know, like tight dresses or suits. Um, anyways, tangents again. 
That's and what people come for. <laughs> there's definitely other models, like maybe two others. Amber, um, the more we've worked together, Amber Nakotra and I, the more we've worked together, the like smoother and just, I feel like we've started like really clicking on set. Um, yeah, Amber's anyways. Yeah, so that shoot, I just, I don't know. I love it. I'll like always cherish that shoot. Plus like couldn't love Jess more and she's out in New York city now. So I get to use and abuse for her place. And, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Jess, we'll interview you soon. We promise. <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to think if there were any, you know, we, that one got published in new face magazine, New Face was a goal of mine um, because so many people that I looked up to or still do, but at the time of this shoot, I was like, will I ever get to work with them? Like Carrie Strally was um, like, uh, sorry, I'm blanking, was published in it a lot. And that's how I started yes. the magazine. So that was super fun. I really was excited about that. So thanks to that whole team. And yeah. Okay. Um, my last one is the most recent one. If you've been looking at my Instagram, which is the shoot I got yes. to finally do with O'Field. I which went through I, it and sure I liked all of those this morning. I I saw you're so cute. <laughs> I'm really bad about when I'm scrolling through Instagram liking photos because in my brain I'm like ooh like, but I don't physically do it, and so I'll That's go so back funny. To my randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go back through my friends' accounts randomly and just like all of the pictures I missed. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, that's cute. I didn't even think about <laughs> that's funny. I just guess I just uh, I don't know. My brain's on autopilot and I just start clicking buttons. Um, um I have so I've wanted to work for Maddie Iverson, aka Ophield, since I saw her in Fashion Next when she was the the first time she did Up Next. She's um, impossible. I she, I can't say enough about her. She's a doll. Um, and I didn't get to walk for her. I walked for Sloane, which I love you, Sloane, and it was awesome mm -hmm. to walk for you. And I walked for Allie O, which she was great too. Oh, I love Allie. Um, that was like a year of like really good up next people. Like it was Allie O, it was Sloane, it was Ofield, and I think there was one more, which I'm super blanking on right now, and I'm so sorry. Um, but it was really strong. And I think. Oh, it was Harriet. Yeah. 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 See, so super strong group. I think that's that year they also picked two winners. Yeah, it was Allie and Maddie. It was Allie and Maddie. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But I remember I going up to her. Why I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember going up to her when she was like dressing models and I just was like, I love your stuff. It was so beautiful. And I instantly recognized the Pendleton wool without even knowing that she's a Pendleton wool ambassador, which means she can actually use the fabric and blah, blah, blah. But it's really hard to get certified in that. So it's actually cool that she, she does. There's only like a handful of people. Yeah. You really have, they like vet them really hard. They're very specific with it because it's like usually a lot of the wools made by um, indigenous people. So they want to be like careful with it too. Um, but anyway, so she, it was like one of those things, um, in a, like an instance where, Hey, are you free like tomorrow? And I was like, Oh yes, I actually had a day where I could do it and it wasn't working. So I just jumped on it like right away. Um, 
and she really she didn't give me like a super hard concept uh so i remember looking through her old photos and thinking like well okay what shoes do i need to bring um do i need to bring other accessories because i know she does a lot of coats so i was like okay i should probably bring a bunch of denim um and stuff like that and she said yeah i have like a couple pieces she ended up sending me pictures and they're gorgeous the Mm -hmm. pictures i saw so she only sent me a couple was the red cape the first Mm -hmm. one with the hood um and the blue skirt the sequency skirt um so i brought like a bunch of like west journey boots and stuff like that i Um, love maddie's pairings mm -hmm. with like her western feel her she's from um southern oregon they i know she grew up on like a sheep farm so she has that character um but then she is just so elegant yeah um and then she gave me our time and where to go. And it was actually at her family's farm in Canby, Oregon, which she described. It was very cute. And I don't think she meant it like this, but she described it to me as, and I read it. I also probably read it as if it's like this cute little cabin on this like farm property. So I was like, oh, cute, like rustic, Western, blah, blah, blah. So I drive out there. You know, it's very like rangelandy. It's it's in southern Oregon. Like I pass it when I'm going back to school. I pass Candy, um, and I drive up to this lodge of a house. Like it's stunning, and it's this beautiful like timber, like open timberwood lodge. It's but it's all their house, and then they had like a couple of barns too because they still do have like sheep. They had a, a bunch of dogs, which were really cute, and I think they had um, I think they had other cattle, but they were mainly sheep and it was very cute. But you drive up and it's just this like, it looks like like a little, um, like an es- like a lodge you'd stay at, like a, an escape. Like if you were going to have a wedding somewhere, like you'd have a wedding there. Like it was beautiful. Like lodge. Yes, it was beautiful and huge and gorgeous. And so I drove up and I was like, am I at the right place? Like this can't be it. And she walks in and she's like, yeah, this is like my childhood house. I was like, oh my God, it's so pretty. <laughs> and like, um, both her parents were there, which they were so sweet because they were like helping us the whole time, which is very nice. Um, Maddie's great on set. Don't you love it? Yes. She's like, let's try this. I want this, this angle. Yeah. She was very good with her direction and like she had really good pose ideas. She basically like took over her old childhood home and like mapped out all these places for us to shoot. So that's why we're in like the kitchen at certain points. We were in like her family room at certain points. And it's so funny because we were shooting this in the dead of winter. So her mom, who was so sweet, had decorated the house like hardcore for Christmas so Maddie kept having to like shift things and it was funny because her mom was like but Maddie that looks so cute in there (laughs) it could be Christmassy and she was like yeah but we got to do it like this um they were were so sweet um so we did that uh, there is in a few of them right with the dogs me no in a few of your photos with her, there's poinsettias in a couple of them. Yeah, we used the poinsettias because it was like a, the winter campaign. But like oh, her, yeah. her mom went like all out. It was very cute. Her cape, like yeah. There's some in the kitchen with me with the cape, or when I'm on the island, or like really creepy memory for like photos and stuff. So it's it's okay. No, <laughs> we used the poinsettia because the red played well with the red cape. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the kitchen's aspect, um, Megan Blink was. Megan Blake was my makeup and hair stylist, which God bless her for dealing with my hair and a middle part because it just didn't want to do it. And it kept moving. Um, 
and kept not curling. So she kept dealing with that, but she was great. And then my photographer was Teresa Nunez, who is a female fashion photographer, which is super, super rare. And she is great and super fun to work with and has really good energy. Um, I've only met her one other time and I was not shooting. I was assisting Harriet Toulon Lace um, on a set with designs. And she just has such a like pretty feminine, but cool aesthetic. Mm-hmm. She's, I don't know how to describe it. No, as you were saying, like you'll sometimes do a dance with a photographer. Like we were doing that. Like I would throw stuff out there and she'd get like so pumped and then we'd play with it. And then she had ideas. Like it was a really good team. And same with Maddie. She had a lot of stuff really well thought out, which I loved. Um, the couple of photos I sent were um, Maddie had her dog and then a couple of her family's dogs. And there was a point where we were shooting by the fireplace and they're like, oh, let's get the dogs in like very lodgy wintry. And, um, they were so cute, but they kept getting so distracted by the flash that they didn't want to sit. So like we'd, I'd like get them over to me and we'd sit and I'd be in pose. And then as soon as the flash went off, they'd all, they'd get all distracted and be like, wait, what happened? And then they'd move. And I was like, no guys, so close. Um, like the thin dogs. Yeah. The like fits or something. What were they? Uh, I remember walking up when I first drove up and her mom was outside with, they had four there were only two in the shot I think but they had like four total and the whole herd like ran up to me and I was like oh puppies like it was very cute but they wouldn't sit like they kept moving or they kept getting too excited like it wasn't scared which is kind of funny but they kept getting too excited when like the big light would flash they'd be like what's happening what's going on and then they'd move and be like no guys come on um and this was like a super late evening shoot. That's why it's really dark and moody. Yeah. So they'd also get distracted by the flash, like in the windows. Cause they'd be like, what's that? What's going on? What's the, the dogs were a trial, but they were so sweet and actually worked really well on set. Like they were very calm the whole time, but they kept just getting too excited. Cause they were like people here and like things going on, um, which is really cute. The other one I sent, Oh, okay. You can, any model can relate. There's a point in a shoot, which this one was a very long one. I'm going to say it was like, three to nine about it was it was a long time um where they're like oh let's we're gonna order food and I was like great um and of course they order it and they all take a break and then like they look at you and say oh next outfit so like because you don't get a food break sometimes you know they just don't think about it and at a certain point I was so hungry and I was holding that wine glass and I remember like, cause they poured wine for me in this kitchen thing. And then there's some with me that I haven't posted yet, but we'll go up uh, where I ha- I'm holding wine and I'm um, like on the carpet by like the fireplace, like very aesthetic. But at a certain point I was holding it so close to my face, I could smell it. And they were like fixing lighting at one point. And I said out loud, I was like, this wine smells so good because I'm so hungry right now, but I cannot drink it because we are still shooting. And also I'm so hungry. That's going to hit me so hard if I drink it. (laughs) So I had to wait until our whole shoot was over because they ordered pizza. Like her whole family was so nice when they hosted us. But I was like, I can't eat anything because I still have a full face of makeup and we still have more looks to shoot. So I can't like take a break and eat because then we're just going to be here even later. So I waited for a while and then like scarfed down like a bunch of pizza after with wine. But I was like, oh, my God, this wine smells so good. But I can't eat right now because I'm in the middle of like our first look. So I can't we can't stop right now. Like we just start like salivating. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, this smells way too good. And I was like this, like 
I can't handle this. This this smells really good. Also, like this is the first look still, or like maybe the second one. So I like, I can't sit here and be like, oh, I need to take a food break because like we just started hair and makeup took a while because my hair was like kind of a pain in the ass. So I was like, I can't stop everything right now to eat. So I was like, I just gotta keep going. So that's when you gotta push through the hunger. Sometimes it's just wait and then you just like eat a bunch of food after, which I totally did. <laughs> um, uh, but that was really cool. And I was like so pumped to work with her because she's like been an artist I've wanted to work with for a while. Also, she's a fellow like OSU student. So shout out to Maddie. Um, it's like the quality. Yeah, her stuff is beautiful. And she was, which is funny because she was like, oh, I do a model discount. I was like, that's dangerous because like even even with the discount, her stuff is still like very high priced, but it's so worth it because of the quality and how beautiful it is. But even for me, I'm just like, I'm still like such a poor student. I cannot afford that. The like, thank you, but <laughs> but I'll just like play thank with you. it. Yeah, I'll play I, with it for now. With her in a blizzard on Mount Hood in a yeah, sleepless Yeah. And her coat, like it's Stunning. gorgeous. And it I'll be honest, I looked at it and I was like, I mean, that's beautiful. And it looks like it should keep you warm. But so often it's style over function or function over style. I put that coat on, put that hood on, and I was warm in a blizzard. No, the the Pendleton wool is serious stuff. And the, I don't think it's real fur. The faux fur that she uses or like the shearling is really nice too. Yeah, this was, I I don't want to say for sure what it was, but it wasn't Pendleton. It was a white cape. Mm, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one of them was Pendleton, the black one. And that was definitely the warmest because it had sleeves and everything. But even the cape, I'm pretty sure it was something wool. Probably. Uh, Oh, man. Anyways. Yeah. I am, like, starving for fashion. I know. I want to shoot so bad i've been talking to several photographers about working on shoots and we need to do another shoot too Mm -hmm. yeah we do yeah Um, we need to do a few yeah we have ideas guys we have cool ideas we just can't do anything right now so (laughs) um okay uh obsessions sure cool um i didn't i didn't plan one all right well i can go while you're thinking um my first one is on Netflix. I started watching Dynasty, hmm. which I think is honestly kind of a spinoff of the original Dynasty from like the 80s, which was very like soap opera-y because it's very like drama based, but like in modern times. And it's actually done really well. Um, the lead actress, Elizabeth Giles, Giles, I think is how you say that. She was from, um, <laughs> this shows my age. She was from Victoria's on Nickelodeon, but she was like relatively pretty good in that show and this I think shows her like acting skill really well so it's really fun and like easy to get lost in because it's like high drama like Mm kind of high intensity and like funny like and a little ridiculous sometimes so I've been watching a lot of that and then I haven't watched Tiger King yet I know the world Uh is sorry that was was extreme but you have to watch it (laughs) I know I'm sorry the world is a buzz with Tiger King and I will get there I'm sorry I'm not there you just gotta sit in like it's so funny. And then you have to watch um, the Portland makeup artist, Taylor Kanzler, her, mm. her live. She transformed herself into Joe Exotic, and it is the best live makeup I've ever watched. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. She was, she was hilarious. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't look away. So, yeah. Anyways, I stole your thunder for Tiger King. 
That's okay. I know everyone's been telling me to watch it, and I've heard it again. I know it's gonna be good. Like it's true crime. It's like so up my alley. But like it has so I, many turns. Yeah. Like it's just so. Anyways. Oh no, I'm here for it. I just like haven't gotten there yet because I work like one. I do like one to two shows at a time because I'll have like a show that I either will plow through or two shows I'll like switch between until one of them runs out and then I'll put in another one. So that's like kind of how I work with watching stuff. Oh, I also finished. I don't know if I talked about this last time. I finally finished Harlots on Hulu, which is very good. I think I talked about it, but um, also another one. And then there's one more. Hold on. On my computer trying to think of it. Oh, um, where did it go? Oh, if you watched The Young Pope, which is, it's HBO, but I get it through Hulu because I paid for HBO. There's finally a second season called The New Pope, which is all about how, um, spoiler, he like died but didn't die, you know, whole thing. So now there's like a second season to it and I just started it and it's very good so far. So I would also recommend that. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yet in. <laughs> You're going to follow on TV shows. Yeah. Because that's what's new right now. Um, I am like obsessively trying to decorate my house and like beautify it and make it feel more spacious because that's one thing that's supposed to help when you're like stuck at home all the time. But um, okay, so there's two shows that are ending um, right now. Well, Shit's Creek is over. So sad. If you haven't watched that, that's one to put on the list. It's such a good show. It's so funny. It's Eugene Levy and his son. Um, they wrote it together. It's a Canadian show. Um, it's on the TV channel Pop, which I get through FUBU TV. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm, I know you can find Shit's Creek. Oh, I think it's on Netflix too. Um, and then Modern Family is ending after 11 years. The series finale comes out next week. I think I just watched the first half. I was not like hardcore Modern Family, like when it was still in the time of like cable where you had to like sit down and watch stuff when it was airing. Um, I was a little when I was much younger because I think I, my mom was really into it for a while, but then I fell out of it immediately once I like went to school. I was like, eh, I'm not, I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while, and I think because my mom was so into it, I like was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually really liked the show. At one point, went back and like watched it all and caught up. Just a cute show, and I think it had a really good like. I, I don't I never really felt like it was being dragged on. So I feel like they're ending well after eleven freaking years. It's a long time. I know, it really is. Um, but yeah. I love TV, I love movies. Um, yeah. I we've been watching House of Lies, which is a little bit of an older show, which is really good. And Black Monday is a new show right now on Showtime that's really good. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend watching the two together like I am because the main actor in both of them or the, the main actor is the same in both of them. And so I keep getting confused. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, I hope everyone's staying safe and like, thanks for listening guys. Um, if you have fun projects that you guys are working on, share them with us so we can have stuff to do too.
Yeah, for sure. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.